Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Seymour from The Baca Journey. And today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Rodolfo Carrillo. We're going to talk about living a life based on inner principles and how that imparts, impacts our businesses, our politics, our economics, and our social systems. Rodolfo holds an MBA degree with an emphasis on family business and entrepreneurship. Having been taught to meditate by his mother when he was seven years old, he has long been on an inner journey that has taken him to sacred places around the world and to developing his own intuitive healing and energy practices. Today, blending those worlds, he consults on conscious business and leadership taking businesses through an inner journey of transformation through mindful awareness to achieve a higher state of well-being. Rodolfo lives in Costa Rica. And that's where he's coming to us from today. Welcome, Rodolfo. Hello, Laurie. How are you? I am very well indeed, and I am really delighted to be with you. We've known each other now a couple of years. We've spent, gotten to spend time together. Um, and I know how passionate you are about all of what we're going to touch on today. Yes, uh, it's been a wonderful journey this last couple of years, uh, knowing you and, and being through all that within. And yes, this is, now this is my life and this is something that I love. And as you said, I'm very passionate about it. Yes, yes. So can you talk to me a little bit about what it means to you to live a life based on principles and, and, and how you've come to that. Okay. Yes. Um, I think the, the first thing for me to understand was that there is a difference between a life based on values and a life based on principles. Um, life based on values. Values are things that you um, have either high esteem or high worth of, uh, something that you, that you recognize as being, like the word says, valuable. The difference with the principle is that the principle is something uh, like your own set of rules or something that, is, um, that you decide for them to be in a certain way. Like, um, so being living a life based on principles means that means that you choose rules that are going to guide whatever whatever it is that you do and they're non-negotiable um in in the sense that you determine that for yourself for your life and then you uh, go out to live and, and do whatever you want to do based on those set of principles or those uh, those rules hmm. well give me an example of something like that from your life Okay, so basically my uh, center principle or, or, or first principle would be higher purpose. So that, that means that anything and everything I do need, needs to mean something. It needs to have a, a purpose. There's just nothing that you're doing that is worthless or, is, uh, or, or makes no sense. So any, anything and everything I do um, has something behind it. Uh, and, and that means from every morning when I wake up and I brush my teeth, I brush my teeth because I want to be healthy. I want a healthy mouth. I want healthy teeth. I want to be able to eat right. Uh, I want to be a healthy body so I can do my work, so I can go out and live life. Uh, so higher purpose is very important. 
Um, and we can go into my higher purpose if you want to, but. <laughs> so my sense about purpose is that it, it changes continually. You know, and in other words, that we, we may have a, an overriding sense of higher purpose, but that as we grow, that evolves and that that gets revealed to us over time. Right. And, and, and I absolutely agree. There's no, there's no reason for a purpose to be fixed. But it's, for me, it's important to have a purpose. Like understand that you're doing something for something or for, yeah. for another thing, right? And that's, There's a bigger picture. Right. And that's what I call a principle, a living by principle. Is like, okay. Okay. So, so how does that impact you in your, in your day-to-day action and in, in how you work with yourself moment to moment? Well, basically, uh, my chosen higher purpose at the moment is to uh, facilitate uh, consciousness or to uh, be, uh, live in a way that uh, I develop a higher consciousness and everything and everyone around me uh, can, can go down that path too. Right. So uh, an example of that would be uh, like right now, what we're doing, it's like my whole reason for doing this with you is like is to be able to whatever is it is said through the next through the next minutes that we're going to be talking about hopefully a little seed it doesn't matter how big or small it is but a seed is going to be planted and someone's going to go like oh this is important and that consciousness is enough and, and that makes uh makes me um or, or gives meaning to what i'm doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, and so how would you recommend to our listeners that they could begin to connect with with their own inner principles? Okay. Um, basically, I, I, I recommend a set of principles, but anyone can choose their own set. And one of them uh, is having a purpose, like recognizing what is it that, why is it that you're living your life? Like, what is the why? Uh, why you wake up, why you go to work, why you have your family, uh, and, and choose it, right? Um, and then around it, things that are important to you that are non-negotiable. For me, second principle is responsibility. I am, I am responsible for my life, and I, it, it, that is non-negotiable. Uh, I'm not uh, ever going to become a victim of my own life. If, if there's something that I, lo- I, I don't like in my life right now, I choose to change it. It may take a while. I may not be able to do it right now, but I choose to start changing things. If I don't like work, I start changing it. If I don't like um, people around me, then I start moving away. But I, I, I move into what I want and stop being a victim of it. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, um, the next principle that I choose for my life and that I recommend is uh, having a beginner's mind. And that is taking it easy on myself, right? And recognizing that every opportunity that, uh, or everything is an opportunity to learn. Like every situation, every action, every, everything that you experience is an opportunity to learn. And in that way, you can, instead of being a, uh, to others, just start learning and enjoying. Right? Now you, you, cut, you cut out there for a moment. So I'm going to ask mm-hmm. that. Uh, if you could speak to start again from that beginner's mind, you said t- taking it easy on yourself and then go from there. What does that mean? 
Okay. So next principle is uh, a beginner's mind. And that beginner's mind means um, to take it easy on yourself, uh, to recognize that every opportunity, every experience is an opportunity to learn, to grow, to change. Right? So, so just take advantage of that, those situations and, and just take it easy. Just have fun with life and recognize that it's an exp- a, a, a learning process. You don't have to know everything right now. Right? But, you know, we, but we, do, we do need to earn a living. We need to, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a moment. Sure. We need to, sometimes life is really difficult and trying. And um, so you say, you know, take it easy on yourself. Well, maybe we need to push ourselves. Maybe we need to, we can take it so easy that we don't do anything. And, and I understand where you're going and I agree. Um, but what I mean by taking it easy is um, stop judging yourself. Uh, uh, one of the things I did for myself, stop judging myself and recognize that I don't need to know everything right now, that I'm, in a, 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 I'm learning. So if things are not the way I want them right now, um, I, I just, everything I need to do is learn how to do them differently, right? So it's not just uh, slacking off and, mm-hmm. and not doing anything. It's the other way around. It's okay. No, I engage in learning. I engage in, in transformation instead of just accepting things for what they are. That's why the other principle is very important, the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, lacking of uh, or, or beginner's mind without responsibility might lead you to slacking, to, to being a slack, right? To just not want to do anything. So um, part of responsibility then is taking action. Right, exactly. Great. What's the next one for you? Okay, yeah. Um, the next one would be interdependence. And that is recognizing that we are not by ourselves in this world. And that basically a lot of things or everything we do is uh, related to other people. Like the shirt that we wear every day. It would, there's thousands of people behind that shirt that we put on um, in the morning. Um, someone grew the cotton to make the shirt, someone transported it, someone sold it, someone bought it, someone, there's a lot of people involved in, in, in our lives. And so recognizing that interdependence um, leads me um, to, to understand that um, I can't just think of myself, I need to think of others and think of uh, the impact that my actions in my inactions or my, uh, my lack of actions have on others. So that's interdependence for me. I recognize that I'm part of something bigger than myself. Um, and yet still not becoming a victim to that. Cause I can, um, I, I know how often, for example, parents can get caught into that feeling of, well, I have to do this because my child requires it, or I need to do this out of concern for this other person in my family and and that interdependence moves into hmm, I'm not sure what to call it but it's it becomes something of a stranglehold rather than a true interdependence where there's energy that flows back and forth and an awareness of that right um, I think I think I understand um, where you're going and, and to that I would say um, recognizing that sometimes um, responsibility and interdependence so to take to use those two 
um, is that sometimes you, you can't do everything by yourself. Sometimes you need help. Sometimes you need mm -hmm. others. Um, and, and that's fine. And that's also being responsible is recognizing that you're not going to be able to do what needs to be done because there's just 24 hours during the day, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So accepting that and, and asking for help, saying, hey, I, I, I don't know how to do this. There's the beginner's mind and I need help. There is put another one, um, bring someone else into your life, right? That can actually help you. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's taking responsibility for those things. Right. And, and that leads me to the last principle. Cause I, I use a five, uh, principle, um, system, which is compassion. And by compassion, that means, um, making sure that, um, when there is suffering, you're doing something to move out of that suffering, right? That's on a personal level on, and on a relationship level when, we're, when you're with others, right? It's basically creating value. How do I create value in everything I do, right? And that, that compassion needs to include ourselves. That is very important. So to use the same example as you were uh, uh, talking about, uh, a parent who feels that they can't, they're, they're not doing enough, it's like they, they need to bring compassion to themselves and say, hey, I, I'm not being able to do this. I need help. So ask for help. And that's taking care of themselves. They also need to stop. They need to rest. They need to eat well. Because if they don't take care of themselves, and uh, in, 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 in if they're not healthy and they're not in a, uh, doing well, they can't take care of others. Right. Mm -hmm. so, and, and the other way around also, right? Everything you do has an impact on others. So make sure that the impact that you're generating is positive, right? So that brings us, brings us back to the higher purpose, right? So what is your higher purpose? You're doing this because of whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so that's a, that's a five uh, principle basis or system that I use on myself, right? And that leads everything I do. Like whatever I'm doing, it's just I go out and whenever I interact with anyone, I just smile at them. Why? Because of compassion, right? That's enough. I'm, I'm trying to create consciousness. I'm trying to, uh, I'm being responsible for, for what I'm bringing into the system. There are other people in the system. Uh, so if I just smile at someone, maybe I can brighten their day a little bit, right? Which and then has ripple effects going out from there. Right. So I'm taking responsibility for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, it's, so it's, how, do you, how do you bring that into working with businesses, for example? Well, this is, uh, 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 and, and this is the interesting part. Businesses or sister organizations are just are, are living beings because they're made up of a lot of smaller living beings, which are us, right? We make up businesses. We make up organizations, institutions. So it's, it's us who... Who, who give life to this uh, systems, right? So the, a business works in exactly the same way. A business should have a purpose. Uh, uh, and, and that purpose is not making money. Making money when businesses are profit-driven, they are uh, draining the system. They are not giving back to the system. They're just, make it, they're just like leeches. They're draining the blood out of the, uh, out of the system. This blood is just money. But... but purpose-driven system uh, or businesses, they give back to the system. And yes, they nurture themselves, they bring in money, they bring in clients, but they give back something to the system. So the businesses should have a higher purpose. They should be responsible for what they're doing and not doing. 
they should learn. They should recognize everyone they're impacting, which is the interdependence, and they should create value in the system. So the, the can, fight, can they do all of that and still be profit driven? No, <laughs> which, is, which is different. It's not profit driven. They are purpose driven, but they can still make huge profits. Okay. I see and your distinction. Okay. Right. Right. So when, when we move away from profit driven and, and move into purpose driven, profit becomes a secondary benefit. Uh, which needs to be there because everyone, uh, the system needs to feed itself or, or the business needs to feed itself. And the way the business feeds itself is through money and through profit, right? And, and one of the uh, stakeholders uh, from the interdependent system is the, uh, the stockholders, right? Mm-hmm. And they need their profit. And it's fair that they get the profit, right? But it's not the only thing that drives the system right, or the business. It's, it's, a piece of, it's a piece of the whole system. Exactly. It's, it's the, and so it changes the whole way we're seeing the system. And still, one of the things that's very interesting is that pro, uh, purpose-driven systems um, are actually proving to be more profitable than profit-driven systems or businesses. Right. So we have... Whole Foods, and we have other uh, big uh, businesses that are actually more profitable, and they're purpose-driven, not profit-driven. So what, what can you tell me about that? What, why do you think that happens? I, the, the <clears throat> what I believe is that when we, when we become purpose-driven, and we become caretakers of the interdependent system in, in which we belong to. So actually we're nurturing the system and the system nurtures us back. It's like, uh, like a rainforest. Uh, um, taking advantage that I'm in Costa Rica and right now I'm sitting very close to the rainforest, <laughs> it's, which is a beautiful place. I wish you could see it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I wish I could be there. <laughs> it's snowing where I am right now. <laughs> oh, well, it's really warm and nice here. <laughs> So my, my point with the rainforest is um, a, a tree grows in the rainforest and as it grows, it nurtures itself from the nutrients and the, and, and the soil. Right? And it, it brings in light and it, it grows. And as it grows, it also um, lets off leaves and those leaves fall to the ground and those leaves deteriorate and they become nutrients again. Um, other animals come and they feed off the tree. They eat their leaves. Um, some birds make their uh, nests on the trees. Monkeys fly through the, uh, or use the trees as means of transportation and uh, homes and everything. So the tree is being part of the system. It, it doesn't need to destroy anything around it. It just feeds off of it and, and others feed off of it and they take care of each other. If the tree w- was by itself in the land, it would die. But the tree needs the monkeys and the birds to take its seeds and bring, it, uh, and bring them off. It needs other trees to bring the temperature down so the rain will stay. Um, it, it, it needs other animals around it and, and living systems around it. So to bring this back to businesses, when businesses understand that they need, if, 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 this, if a business charges more than it's fair uh, for its uh, services or products, then the clients will be 
will have less money. If they have less money, they'll have less to spend. Uh, so they'll start spending less. That brings us that brings the economy into a recession, right? Because people have less money. Right? So people spend less. They will buy less your product. So now you have to lower your prices, or you're going to have to lay off people. If you lay off people, less more people are going to have less money, and and the cycle continues, right? So to bring it the other way around. Um, when a business charges what's fair for the product or service and uh, pays well to the providers um, what's fair, what's also fair, um, then the cycle is a productive cycle. It's a, it's a profitable cycle for everyone. The client gets what it needs, what he or she needs, so he can he or she can go out to the to the system to the to to the market and buy other stuff or give their products to others. So it's it's it it's taking care of everyone. So as businesses recognize this, that they're taking care of their clients and providers and communities and stakeholders, people are more willing to return to that business, right? To come back to buy off of that system uh, that that business. They're happier, the clients are happier, the providers are happier, the stakeholders are happier. So everyone's happier, and as they're happier, they want to give back to the system. They want to continue within the system. Does that make any sense? Yeah, it makes perfect <laughs> sense to me. I'm, I'm thinking about businesses where, or let's say I go to a restaurant, and it's very clear that the servers don't want to be there. They don't enjoy it for whatever reason. Right. And often you can feel that through a whole a whole set of servers <clears throat> and that it's not just like somebody's having a bad day. That's a restaurant I'll, I'll likely not go back to no matter how good the food may appear because in exactly. some way the system doesn't feel very good. Yes. And, and that's exactly how it works. So, so the servers are, are not happy. So you're not happy with the service. So you don't return. So the business is not going well. So now the stakeholders are not happy because or, or the stockholders are not happy because um, the business is not doing well. So they fire the chef. So now you bring a lower or a lower paid chef who is not happy because he gets paid lower. So it's a destructive cycle. Mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. When you do it the other way around and you make sure your uh, people or your servers are happy, then the clients are usually happy, take care of the chef, the chef gets, makes good uh, food, you take care of the providers. Let's go outside the system. You take care of the providers. The providers bring in the best food. If mm -hmm. if if you if you have to select your product, let's say I sell lettuce, and I have five restaurants in which I need to give the the lettuce, and I know that the first restaurant pays me what's fair, and in the time that they promise. So they tell me they're going to pay me in thirty days, and um, they pay me the right price, mm -hmm. and Restaurant number five always is always late paying me and always uh, is always complaining about the price and doesn't want to pay me what what's fair for the lettuce. Who am I going to give my best lettuce? Who am I going to go to first if if I have a shortest in lettuce? I'm going to go to number one. I'm going to take the best lettuce and I'm going to visit my best client first, and then if there's something left, I'm going to go to number five. So. It, it, it's it, it's a, a system that creates value 
by itself. So, or, or yeah, by itself. So yeah. it, it, everything's happier. Everyone's happier. So it, it grows. So when you go into a business to work with them, <laughs> what's the first thing that you're looking for? What's the first, with your, you know, your entry point into being able to bring this sense of, of, of principles of, and of uh, a cohesive interdependent system to the business? I think the, the first thing that the business needs to have uh, clarity on is purpose. Why is it doing what it's doing? And then it's, it's not money and it's not because people need my product. There's something else. Why, why are they in, this, uh, in, in, in all this bigger system, right? What is it that they're bringing? Um, how are they creating value to the system? Or, why, uh, or how do they want, want to create value to the system? The purpose is key. And, and once they have the purpose, then who are they, their stakeholders, the interdependent system? Like, okay, you have clients, you have um, employees, or, uh, and you have providers, and you have the community. And so start mapping out your stakeholders and recognizing how you are impacting them. And that's the responsibility. Mm-hmm. What is the impact that you're having right now on them? Mm-hmm. And then how are you going to how are you going to create more uh, value for them? That's the compassion part. And once you, ha- and you, you determine how you want to create more value, then what do you need to learn from them? How do you communicate with them? And how do you, what do you need to learn? And that's a beginner's mind. So there's the five principles. Mm. It's a very simple five-step process. Yeah, that's, that's really quite beautiful. Yeah. So to bring that all around, what, what are the ways that we you, me, our listeners can start bridging the gap between economic development and personal and social well-being? Hmm. <laughs> well, that's a simple that's question. A big question. Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> okay. Um, I think if it, the, 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 the simplest answer is it begins with I, it begins with me, right? Mm-hmm. So just Take a look at yourself in the mirror and say, how are you creating value for the system? What is your purpose? How are you being responsible for it? Uh, who are you impacting? How are you impacting them? And what do you need to change or learn? Or how do you need to adapt in order to create more value? If everyone would do this in a, in a, sim, uh, in a singular level, right, in an individual level, then the system will change immediately. Every system will change immediately. This applies to politics. This applies to social uh, and a social level. Everything. What is the problem with politics? The problem with politics is that we're not recognizing how we're impacting the whole system. Uh, what, what is the higher purpose of, of politics? Uh, it's not to serve a few. It's to, it's to create a community or, or, or a social well-being. That's the, that's the whole, that should be the whole purpose of politics, to mm-hmm. create social well-being. Everyone should be happy uh, prof- or have economic means to live a good life. And, and if every politician understood this and, and took that into, into them, uh, themselves as a, as a principle, then politics would be much simpler. I'm not saying simple, I'm just saying <laughs> much simpler. <laughs> right. So but would, that, would that impact the way in which an individual politician 
would translate their personal values around education, around uh, social structures, around um, war and peace, around the U.S. or their own country versus the, the world, uh, you know, local versus global. How would that, how does that going, how would that play out with individual politicians? I think one of uh, or the the biggest part to understand is is the interdependence. Um, once uh, an individual understands the interdependence, um, then it can recognize that if we start a war on the other side of the world, that is eventually going to come back and bite us, right? Uh, so that that war on the other side of the world is eventually going to impact the whole world's economic system. Um, it's going to create anger, frustration, uh, poverty for some, and those that are, are being affected will eventually um, do something in order to leave uh, or to get out of that place where they're suffering, mm -hmm. and that will eventually hurt us. So uh, every politician, when when they understand that they, the 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 impact that their decisions, their uh, comments, their lack of, of actions and actions are in uh, are, are the when they take responsibility for for all of that and they recognize the impact that they're having in the system that they can be more conscious of of them and then hopefully choose uh, what's going to be best for everyone, right? Which is basically a higher purpose or, mm -hmm. or creating a, a, a greater social well-being. So it all goes towards, or all I think rests in, our individual willingness to expand our own consciousness and to continue to do that and to continue to get a bigger and bigger picture where we're not the center of the universe, you know, in and our, our own little selves, but we are part of a greater whole and we and we were connected to that greater whole. Right. And, 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 and uh, yes, the, the answer is absolutely yes. And, and what's very interesting in, in, in what you just said is that we're not the center of the universe yet we are. And, and that's right. what we need to understand is mm -hmm. uh, yes, we're not the center of the universe. We're connected to everything and what we're doing is impacting mm -hmm. at the same time since what we're doing is impacting everything, we are the center of the universe. And we need right. to, to recognize that, that we need to change ourselves first. And when we change ourselves first, then we start changing the whole system. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's this beautiful uh, um, movement that, that it's, we are part of something bigger, but at the end, it's, it all starts and ends with us. So, so it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's just an amazing image. Yeah, it starts and ends with us. Well, that image of the rainforest is one that I will, I will keep and, um, uh, because I think it really, it really holds that sense of the, the one and the many, you know, the, the, the individual and the connectedness. Right, right. And, and it's just understanding the ecosystem um, in, 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 in a rainforest. It's, it's just so much how we live or we should live how much the way we should live. Um, every being in the, in the rainforest is important. The bugs, the ants, 
So uh, pumas, the cougars, the mm-hmm. monkeys, the birds, every everything is important. It holds the whole uh, the, the system in place, right? and that's the way we should understand that we work also. So I'm going to go a step further with that. You said it's how we we you know should realize that we're we we're, we are. I, I would say we are part of that ecosystem, no matter whether we realize it or not, and that it's it's what's needed is the recognition so that our choices change. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's a whole, uh, that's a whole point. And that's why we started out um, talking about conscious leadership, conscious business. It, it, it's about that recognition is consciousness. Yes. It's just yeah. Understanding It's just recognizing is opening up our eyes and seeing what's, what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. As we look into it, we find more and more stuff and just recognizing that, that every time we breathe, we're being part of everything, right? We're breathing because the rainforest exists. Exactly. Exactly. It's as simple as that and as complex mm-hmm. as that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is both. It is both. Oh, Rodolfo, this has just been a wonderful conversation and I'd love for you to share with our listeners how they can reach you. I mean, if there's a business out there that says, okay, I want to bring you into my business, how do they reach you? Right. I think uh, the best way to reach me would be through email. Uh, I have a phone number. It'll be an international call. So. <laughs> <laughs> email, or I also have a Facebook page. Um, uh, pages, uh, though I post sometimes in English, uh, the, the name of the page is in Spanish. So it will be at Facebook, Consultores dot ser s-e-r right um and so consultores yes c-o-n-s-u-l-t-o-r-e-s dot s-e-r consultores punto ser right and and the email um i have a few emails but uh the, the just one <laughs> yeah which is uh, R as my name, Rolfo, and my last name, Carrillo, C-A-R-R-I-L-L-O, at EmpresaFamiliarCR.com. <laughs> I don't for know if English, you can... For our English-speaking audience. All right. Um, that, that's basically, it translates to family business, CR. Oh, but, but if you could spell oh, that out. Yeah, but the spelling, the spelling is Empresa would be E M P. R E S A and familiar would be F A M I L I A R C R dot com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being with us today, Rodolfo, and for shining the light on living a life based on principle. Thank you very much for having me. It's been wonderful. talking to you again and sharing what, uh, what's been a personal journey because this is what's most interesting of what I'm doing right now. It's just I'm sharing my life and mm-hmm. as I'm learning about myself and my life and how I'm impacting the whole system, I'm, I'm hopefully helping others understand themselves, right? So, and so I believe you are. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Thank you, Rodolfo. Thank this you, Lord. This is Laurie Seymour from the Baca Journey for this episode of Wisdom Talk Radio. Until next time.